What is going on, everyone? It's episode 97, recorded on Sunday, April 10th, 2022. I'm John, and hey, Drew. No, oh, yes? At a TED Talk about sex, the speaker asks all the married men in the room to stand up. He says, all right, all of you who have sex with your wife at least once a week, you can sit down. About half the men sit down. Then he says, Okay, now all of you who have sex with your wife at least once a month, you can sit down. Everyone sits down, except for one man in the back. He has a huge smile on his face, too. The speaker asks the last man standing, Sir, how often do you have sex with your wife? Still grinning, the man says, Once a year. Once a year, exclaims the speaker. But then why are you so happy? The man replies, Because tonight's the night! <laughs> Shut up and sit down, because it's the best day of the week for your favorite podcast, The Dads After Dark Show, and here are your hosts, John and Drew. What is up, everybody? I'm excited to be back. On today's show, we have a fun show, lots of fun stuff as always, John. We're going to talk about Breath of the Wild 2 being delayed. Uh, new PlayStation Plus upgrades coming in June. That's that's their new, uh, you know online features i don't know john's gonna explain i don't really know i'm gonna be honest and of course we'll be talking about <laughs> selling farts in a jar because why not what's Us? better than that are we maybe maybe that's the new market it sounds <laughs> like it is we'll explain a little bit later in the show but um so let, let me ask you this who needs folks, patreon <laughs> as you guys listen now in your head i want you to start running numbers in your head how much do you think a fart costs in a jar and we'll reveal later on <laughs> we have to figure out our pricing, Drew. <laughs> How you been, buddy? I've been good. I've had a kind of roller coaster a couple weeks. It's been weird. I've had, I, I won't say health issues this week, but I've been detailing it to you for fun. I won't detail it mm. to everybody in the uh, the audience here, but... Uh, Appreciate that. Uh, let's just say I've had to do a lot of face care this week, and I find it very annoying. Um, had a doctor's visit in there as well. Um, but things are settling down. I think I'll be my beautiful self tomorrow. Um, so yeah, kind of an annoying week, but, uh, a pretty good one. How do I sound by the way, Drew? Do I sound, do I sound good? Sound okay. I think last week you sounded fantastic though. <laughs> I, after our episode, it was, a, we, we record on Sunday nights and then it was Monday morning and I was sitting down, um, to edit our podcast and, uh, I should have been working, but I was editing the podcast. And I was just pulling down the audio and Drew said, what'd you say to me? You go, oh, by the way, <laughs> by the way, you sounded a little um, scratchy while we're doing the podcast. I didn't say anything uh, while we're doing the show. And I'm like, what? And so I downloaded the podcast. And sure enough, I was using the wrong mic for two and a half hours. I was like, why you know, are you telling me this on a Monday morning? It's like it's like when I, I explained to you when somebody has like food on their face. Like sometimes you say something, sometimes you just like, ah, you know what? I'm just not gonna. It, it was like that situation. 
Except it's like if you were filming like Saturday Night Live and you didn't tell the host they had food on their face. I think and it you mentioned it on natural. Sunday morning. It's natural. <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah. Well, we'll just agree it's your fault. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, tomorrow, mm. my uh, second oldest turns thirteen. God, you're old. I now am going to have two teenagers in my house. Two teenage boys. At least they're boys. I feel like once you got a girl teenager, it's game over. I, my my daughter is just she so easygoing. Pretty, I know she seems pretty calm. She's like mine. I think for now, who knows? Yeah, my my son has a really cool gift coming his way. Yeah? He won't get it till tomorrow. What is it? Can you share? Um, is he listening in right now? He go check my door. Um, we got him a Mac Mini Ooh. and a like a twenty seven inch LCD screen, and because he loves playing Minecraft, he's been on the show. Um, but he loves playing Minecraft. But he has been using my 2013 iMac in the basement because they just have hand-me-down computers. And mm. he's always kind of wanted to get a Mac Mini, I think, because he feels like it's the only thing he can afford. And he, you know, doesn't yeah, mention yeah, that he those. would need a monitor. Um, but yeah, this is like his birthday. And we usually don't get like these big gifts. But we know he kind of needs a new computer. So we're just kind of making this his birthday gift. And he's going to be stoked. Sweet. Is Minecraft going to be like humming along? Uh, How come when, I didn't get a Mac Mini for my birthday? I, I I I sent it to you. It didn't it didn't show it didn't up. Show up? No. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you a fart in the jar your next birthday. <laughs> it'll remain it'll remain sealed. Maybe I'll send uh, a hand bone or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and then we had opening day for baseball this week. I'm a huge baseball fan. Very excited. Mets mm. have started uh, three and one so far. A disappointing loss today, um, but uh, I love baseball season because it's every day. Like every work day, I can look forward to the Met game at the end of my day. Or yeah. if they play a day game, I can watch it while I work. And I, I use MLB at bat, and I can watch random games during the day. So it's just I love baseball season, and the Mets are really good this year. I'm really excited. I do want to see your Red Sox beat the Yankees tonight. Um, Red Sox mm. had a kind of a bad start here, but they did. They, they, yeah, mm. we should do a baseball podcast bit. sometime. No, nope, no, nope, we shouldn't. No, all right. I don't know. I'm not. I, I I don't hate baseball, but I certainly am not a baseball fan. <laughs> you know, if Tom Brady was playing left field for the Red Sox, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. He'll run into home plate. <laughs> How are you doing? Dude, well, I had a great weekend. Uh, Masters weekend, as we all know. Started Scheffler. Congrats. Well earned. How about that? He, like, four-puttered the last green. He was so nervous. He missed, like, two really? putts from three feet. Oh, yeah. Wow. It, was it was kind of, like, anticlimactic. Like, you know, you hit a putt and you celebrate. Like, he had to hit four putts. He just kept missing. Oh, I need to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I probably watched, like, 20 to 25 hours of the Masters over four days. Oh uh, I took Friday off work. I went out and I had a fantastic uh, breakfast in Providence. I had a nice chicken and waffles, like classic. Wait, that's uh, breakfast? To... Oh, yeah. Chicken Is and waffles. It? I don't know. It was, it was like a 9.30-ish type food. Nice, right. big, huge glass of mimosa. Guys, like, you want a small one? I was like, no, no, bring me the biggest you got. <laughs> um, start off the day with the tit. And then I uh, went to the casino, won some money. So that was a bonus. And uh, watched golf there as well. It was a fantastic day, me and my brother. Um, and then my 
actually, I gotta rewind. Thursday night, my my wife won tickets. She's been trying to win. You know, um, we have like our local performing arts, uh, big theater. It's called Providence Performing Arts, and um, you know, Broadway shows are always there. You know, we've seen Hamilton there before, and she's always trying to win tickets there. Like, there's this app you have to just sign up, and they give away like third row seats, and you just have to pay like twenty dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's been trying to win uh, tickets to the show that's currently there called Dear Evan Hansen. Have you have you heard of this? Evan Hansen. That seems Dear familiar. Evan Hansen. It's you know Broadway show. You know okay. it's won Tony Awards, etc. Now I I personally have never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Never knew anything about this show. Uh, she was all for it. It's uh, have you ever seen the Greatest Showman the movie? I have Jack not and, actually. No, you really should. I've Fantastic heard it's good. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the same people that made all the music and stuff, which is what is really known for that movie, the same mm-hmm. people that did the music for La La Land, did the music for this 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 Broadway show. Mm. Uh, so I didn't really know what it was about. I said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you." Like you know, I know you're super excited. Let's see if we can find a babysitter. I'll go. So I went with her. It was um, it was fun. It was a fantastic time. I had a blast. The whole reason I'm telling the story though is we were there a little early and one block over from the theater is this bar slash arcade. It's called the free play arcade. And John, I sent you some pictures. This place Mm -hmm. was amazing. I took some pictures here. So it's a $7 cover cover charge and it's unlimited video gaming, um, old school, like arcade cabinets. Uh, it was absolutely a blast. They had some arcade cabinets. I personally have never seen before and they all worked great. Um, you know, we grabbed a couple beers. Every cabinet has like these little mini tables. That's assuming you can put your beer on while you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems at like a great time to like kind of get to, you know, see people that you don't know or even, you know, hey, I play with you type thing. Uh, my wife and I started off playing the old school Simpsons game. Uh, it was, it, again, and you just, you can hit start and it's just, you, it's like putting a quarter in. Every time you hit start, it's like putting a new quarter in. So everything's free. Yeah. Uh, I played uh, a the punch out arcade cabinet that was awesome that's an interesting machine it was very interesting it was a little hard to get used to like i struggled with last joe i ended up beating him but like i was like i didn't beat him to round two i mean last joe is usually a pushover yeah um but it was it's, we only had like an hour so it was hard to stay at one game and keep playing i wanted to keep pl- i wanted to play them all uh they did have gauntlet legends my personal favorite. favorite we played through there they had you know millions of pinballs uh, there was the old school WrestleMania by Midway. So my wife and I played a uh, tag team match against the, two, the computer. Uh-huh. We lost in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Destroyed. Uh, what else they have here? They had a bunch of shooting games. I played, they had uh wind registry, 3d hockey. And we play, I played, uh, they had like the old, old school ones at Indiana Jones. Um, they had the Mario Kart. I love, once. I love the Indiana Jones arcade game. They had a Roadrunner game I played. They had Frogger, Cooper. I mean, they had, they advertised over 100 arcade cabinets. And I, like, outside, I'm like, there's no way they have it. They 100% had over that many. Uh, you know, they had Air Hockey, they had Steve Ball, they had everything. They had DDR, you name it, they had it. Mm, uh, yeah. I'll be going back. That was an, we had an absolute blast. Um, lots of fun. Wait, that, we had kind of an arcade scene spread around here too. Um, we had a bunch of different arcades, and it was the same thing, like uh, free-to-play, pay-to-get-in. Um, my favorite was one called Hyperspace. Uh, you pay to get in, 
it was all dark in there and man they had like two big rooms filled up with games japanese games everything and then they had a little uh snacks and soda stand and so you could just buy candy and coke and it was great um, <laughs> was but like over even like bef- you know like the last few years um hyperspace went out channel three went out so i think the only one we have left is one up they have like a little chain here and i love one up i i can't remember if they're free to play or not off the top of my head but um i think you had to pay um for those so it's a little different but yeah definitely a little different the old Uh, arcades are are just fantastic it was it was awesome like i said it was a cool but it was definitely like the atmosphere of like uh you know back alley bar type place you know kind of mm-hmm. a little grimy and stuff but um, i was surprised that all the games worked perfectly they had like you know hand sanitizer everywhere right uh, but again you just go up to the bar grab a couple drinks and then you know walk around and play you know what's really different about arcades now is back in the old days like you know places like and like where i grew up like nathan's would have arcades and it was like they would just buy machines and put them there and, and kind of blissfully be ignorant about it. But a lot mm-hmm. of the arcades now, especially the ones with the old machines, are often owned and run by arcade technicians. Yeah, that's true. So the reason why they're kept up is because they are they have multiple people there that can fix them right on the spot. Yeah. That's, um, so it, they do a good job. And, I, and I'm surprised. I mean, it was a Thursday night. I don't know if the prices usually change, but I thought $7 was like more than reasonable. I mean, you could have stayed for three hours. You know, what if you else wanted did they to. sell? Did they sell, like you said, drinks and stuff like it that? It was just too. a, yeah, just a bar, no food. Right. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? They did sell food. They sold pizza, pizza only. Okay. I can't imagine it would have been good, but like if you wanted to sort of beer and pizza, it probably would have been fine. Yeah, while you're playing games, a little yeah. personal pizza or something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to talk about before we get going is the new Halo show on Paramount Plus. Have you watched it? Nah, you- absolutely not. No. So I gave it a go. Why, why not? Um, I watch it when I go to bed. If my wife is just, I'm going to sleep, I'll watch it in bed. And, and you've played Halo, right? I think you have. Here's the thing. I've never played a Halo game in my life. Oh, so I, like, obviously I know Master Chief, and I, I, but like that's really the extent of my Halo lore. <laughs> like I don't know even anything about him. Like if he was an alien, if he's just a normal guy. Like I, I didn't know, you know. Um, so the show, I mean, it's it's okay. I, I feel like I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I knew a lot of these things from the show because I'm sure there's tons of references and stuff. I just don't. You know, I, I question it like, but then at the same time, maybe it's good that I'm not ruined by the by the game. And like, oh, that's unrealistic. And the, I just enjoy it for what it is. Uh, I don't think it's nearly as you know good as The Witcher or really as entertaining or even as interesting. But um, it's fine. Like I said, I I if I could see myself not even finishing the series. Right. You're just curious to see what it was like. Yeah. Like if it really, you know drew me in but it is what it is i'm interested what other people would say that actually have played halo and and love halo you know yeah the game pass news guys have have been watching it and you know they they played through halo infinite and yeah i think a couple of the other games but i i haven't i'm not really interested in it um but he takes his helmet off what did you think of that that moment well again for me is i mean is that a big deal Uh, well so he's never taken his helmet off in the games so it's like the mandalorian uh in a way, except that we didn't really know about the Mandalorian, right? I mean, so it was sort of right, like a but, thing. 
but the Mandalorian idea is you never take your helmet off. Like if mm. you take your helmet off, it's like they disown you. Right. But they tell you that on episode one of the Mandalorian. And then he takes his helmet off before the season even ends. But Halo, but only, we've had 20 yeah. years of games where we, he's never taken his helmet off. And then episode one, he's like a porn star and he like takes the helmet off and it's like, Oh, you know, here we go. We can see him. Yeah. And they made it, they made it seem like it was a big deal that he did it. Right. But again, to me, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, he wasn't supposed to, but he did. I, I think canonically, it's a big deal. But the way I see these things is the TV shows are different than the games. So this is a TV show. This is not yeah. the same Master Chief. Well, this is alternate universe Master Chief. It, it's like saying if they made a Zelda movie or show and Zelda, didn't, I mean, I'm sorry, Link, and Link didn't talk. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's the same concept. Like, Of course, Link is going to talk if they made a show. Right. You know, just like the cartoon just, he just did. Just like Mario is Chris Pratt. It's just a different universe. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the original Mario movie. It's just different. So it, I, I don't think that means like you're going to see, you know, we're going to see what he looks like in the game. You know, it's like, yeah. well, it does. It's a different, it's a different world. So. Agreed. Um, so I'm, I'm on the fence. Finish that up. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I'll, I think I finished the first two episodes. I think there's only three of them out. So it's not like I'm super far behind or anything, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's holding me back. I, I don't have to go back to Mystic Quest because I, I really enjoy Mystic Quest. Mythic Quest? Is that Mystic? What's it called? Mythic. Oh, Mythic. The- I thought it was Mystic. Okay. <laughs> Close enough. You're talking about the Apple TV show. Yeah, yeah. The, the comedy. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. I really enjoyed that. I'm, I can't wait. There's a third season that's going to come. It's funny. Yeah, I'm not that far into it. A few episodes I've seen, maybe four or five. Yeah, yeah, it gets really dramatic and stuff. It's it it seems to start off kind of silly, but I mean they had some really interesting episodes. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very good. It's very well done. That's all I got. You got anything else to add? No, that's all it. Right. Let's take a quick read from our sponsor, Manscaped. Because John, have you started spring cleaning yet? Because the yep. carpet need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your mm. lawn needs mowing. Mm. Sprint has sprung the global leaders in below the waste grooming, the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Hmm, that's a weird <laughs> thing. Time to clear out the winter bush and join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NINDADS. N-I-N-D-A-D-S. Um, that's 20% off and free shipping using that code NINDADS. Uh, if you haven't done so by yet, folks, you, I don't know what you're waiting for. Now is actually a really good time. You know, it's going to be pool season before you know it. You know, you want to wear that Speedo. You don't want your pubes popping out the side. You just don't want that happening. <laughs> so this is the time to do it. Uh, I'm, curious. I'm curious. I'm 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 still on my first Manscaper. And I'm like, I don't use the Manscaper as much um, as like when I buzz my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed today that I still have the same electric clippers that I bought maybe 20 years ago and okay. i for a long long time i did not use them but there was at one point in my life where i decided to just buzz my hair mm-hmm. and so i bought these clippers and they're pretty good clippers i mean they're they're a decent pair of professional clippers not professional but they're a yeah, good yeah. pair and then for years and years and years i just moved it along with me between apartments and houses and then like a couple of years ago i started like buzzing my hair and so I was doing it today and I was like, gosh, I've had these same clippers. Like, I wonder if I should just get a new clipper because I don't like, I don't know if like, it's probably going to start doing damage to my hair after a while. I have no idea. 
Um, but I'd be huh. curious to know, like, how long does the Manscaper last? Because it's it feels like a good product. Yeah, it feels sturdy. I agree. It's not cheap, yeah. right? Um, and it's designed point. not to pinch you um, if you make a mistake, right? I mean, can you imagine the pain? Hmm. Like, have you ever gone to a hairdresser and the, the buzzer is not really sharp or something? And sometimes they'll start. Oh, yeah. And you can feel it. Like, like burn instead of yeah, burn. Yeah, it starts to burn. Um, yeah, you don't want your balls to get stuck in that. Yeah, because I think the Manscaper is like a ceramic or something, and it's like it designed is. so it won't kind of pinch you. So I don't believe it. Instead of somehow pinch you. Um, <laughs> speaking of spring cleaning, though, have you ever done one of those like hired like those maid services to clean your house? I, I have not. So I've never done it either. But let me tell you, I got someone coming Wednesday. Oh, you know, spring cleaning. I've been so busy lately and I want someone to clean. I want someone to do all my windows and my window sills, right? Because, you know, we've yeah. been in New England. You had all the shit. They're, they're trying to the bugs. Yeah. So window sills I want cleaning. I said, I have three bathrooms. I said, I want three bathrooms cleaned. And then I want my kitchen. Like, you yeah. know, the outside of all the appliances, the countertops. I said, I don't need you to do, like, my floors and, and dust and vacuum. Like, I can do those things. Right. Um, how much do you think that would cost? Well, I guess, see, let me say, I have 28 windows. I have a lot of windows. 28 windows. 28. Wow, man, that's normal. So what would be your cost if you, someone asked you to do that? Three bathrooms, a kitchen, and clean 28 windows, the, like, the <laughs> window sills and the actual window. Yeah, if you told me, I don't care much about my windows, but like, yeah, like you said, the kitchen, the bathrooms, just give me a nice, good cleaning yeah. that I can maintain after. You know what? I would pay up to 200, I think. I don't know. I, that's that's what I would be willing to pay. I'm not saying, I mean, what they're doing is probably worth a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's After that, I'd be like, well, maybe I'll just do it. Yeah. So she quoted me at 500. Oh, I I don't think that is. She said she's going to be here all day. Like I'm yeah. the only house on on the agenda for the day. Exactly. Well, because you're you're giving the the four hardest things to clean. Yeah. And I said it was you worth know. it. Like you said, it's a once a year thing just to do a deep dive. Right. Yeah. I, I windows are the I, worst because you got to like spray the wind dance and the paper towels and there's no right. easy way to do the windows and 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 put it this way, Drew. What if you had to clean three bathrooms in a kitchen for somebody else's house? Oh, fuck that. Like clean their toilets clean my own and stuff? Toilet. Yeah. Never mind having a five-year-old boy that just pisses all over the toilet seats. <laughs> like, And then it drips down the sides. Like, you know, you don't see it every day. But when you go to clean it, you're like, oh, my God, there must have been piss back here that just been sitting here. <laughs> have you ever brought a black light into your kid's bathroom because I have a black no. light and I oh keep thinking I want to bring it to my kid. My boys actually share a bathroom. My, <laughs> my son sometimes, especially when he plays his, his Lego video games, he'll hold his pee in. And you, you know, you know, you can tell yeah, you yeah, your oh, kids yeah, yeah, yeah. have to pee. I'm like, buddy, you have to go to the bathroom. No, no. So then I'll pause it. I'm like, all right, buddy, run to the bathroom. I'll pause it. I won't play. And he's like, oh my God, I'm going to pee my pants. I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> and he's running. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, oh no. And I'll be uh. like, what happened, buddy? He'll be like, I peed on the wall and I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> and then they, and then they use it. He's like, I couldn't run there fast enough. And you're like, you're supposed to just pee when you have to pee. <laughs> yeah. Not the problem. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to. Oh man. 
Uh, you were where it. I was like six years ago. It was great. Yeah, I mean, and he's he doesn't he hasn't peed on the wall or anything. It's probably been a good year or so. So I think no. we're okay. But you've been there. Potty training boys <laughs> are just like. <laughs> oh man. The bounty board. All right, bounty board. We have a completed bounty this week. Bird fuel. Got the Kirby bounty, 100%ed the game. I think it took 30 to 35 hours to do. Well done. Well done. Um, great story here. Bob Cousy um, writes me in chat, and he's like, I 100%ed I Kirby. How do I prove it for the bounty? And I'm like, what? And at this point, I know, because I'm, I'm friends with Bird Fuel, that he was like at 98%. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, is Bob Cousy going to do it before? You know, I mean, like, this is Dylan's favorite game in the world. And um, so I, I show him a picture that Dylan had sent me at 98%. And I'm like, you need to find this screen. So Cousy so goes to the screen and he's like, shit, I'm 69%. And it was just so perfect. It was like 69%. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, but apparently there's so much like other stuff you have to do and, and random lotto drawings and all that jazz. Um, it's a big accomplishment, but um, yeah, great job there. 10 bucks uh, to bird fuel for that one. We do have the longstanding reveal the entire map in horizon forbidden West for $10. Uh, Drew, I'm with you. This is going to be the last call. Wow. Um, if this doesn't happen in the next two weeks, we're just going to take it off the board. Um, somebody said they were working on this, but I forget who I, I know solo something is playing, but I'm not even sure if he's actively playing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know a lot of people got sidetracked with Elden Ring after horizon came out. Um, yeah. So I, I think we'll just make this the last call. And then, um, our newest one, this is going to be the Lego star Wars Skywalker saga collect all 1,166 kyber bricks. I have been told by Star Wars nerd Drew mm. that kyber crystals are how lightsabers are made. Mm. Um, so instead of golden bricks, because I think they've had golden bricks in Every all Every game games. I've ever played has been golden bricks. And typically they're like 250 to 300. So that's what I thought we were getting ourselves mm -hmm. into. Right. Um, I will say, I think the Tiber Brits are, might be a little bit easier to get. I mean, there's um, a, over a thousand. I, I hope so, when, when yeah. there's over a thousand. but Well, and and with some of this stuff, like like with the Kirby one, too, like, we're offering $10 to collect 1166 Kyber Brits. <laughs> Don't do this for the $10. Like, our expectation is you want to do this anyway. And hey, we're going to reward you if you're the first one to prove it to us. Correct. Because right? I'll tell you what, my son will do this, but it might take him 12 months. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep this one on the board for a while because I think a lot of people will be going for it. Yeah, because this, this for me at least is going to be a game, and I'll talk about it when we talk about our games, but this will be a game I'll probably be playing for a long time. Like, I'm not just sitting down every night and like grinding through this game. Yeah. It's something I'm going to be enjoying with, you know, my, my son and playing over time. Right. Um, so very cool. Uh, our $10 March reviews contest, we picked a random reviewer between Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And the winner this week is one of our 
show friends Bob Cousy. Woo, Cousy. I think I think he said to me when I told him, like, that's like the first time he's won on our show. I think it's the first time he's won anything on our show. I agree. <laughs> yes. I was like, congratulations. So he got a $10 eShop um, for that. Then we have an update on our Mario Kart Mayhem. May May. How do you say it? How do you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make Drew say it while he's taking a swig of water. Mayhem. Or what? What? What do you got in there, Drew? I, you know, we'll split. No, just water. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> just water. It's just water. It's all right. Maybe you don't swing that cup back and forth over your keyboard. <laughs> um. So we're in the third round. So the first two rounds were time trial. And mm. so we got a final eight based on those standings. Sadly, I did not make it in. What a um, shame. Wait not, to, <laughs> wait not to represent. I know. It's pretty bad. Um, but we did get, uh, we're into the now this second round of this eight-player bracket. And the final four are Bob Cousy, uh, mm. Drew, that, ooh, that's ooh. you, Me. Uh, Sean Abbott from Game can Pass we, News. Can we just stop here for a minute and talk about Sean Abbott? Sean, I hope you're listening. Because I've seen a new Sean Abbott that I've never seen before in the years that we've we've been acquaintances, let's say. Uh, you're taking it to a new level, and I fucking love it. Like, I want to see everybody. I, I'm going like, to start quoting it as, I want to see you Sean Abbott that. Because it's like, the energy, the Sean. skill, first <laughs> of all, the skill is there, the energy is there, and the enthusiasm. I love it. I love to see it. Yeah. Well, he's been super competitive. And, and Sean Abbott is, um, I already consider him famous because he's the Game Pass news guy that doesn't play Game Pass anymore. Ah. <laughs> he's been playing Riders Republic, then Elden Ring, and then Kirby, and then Apparently Mario Kart. Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, oh, and then Dying Light, too. But, uh, yeah, he's been re like. He really is trying to get the best time in these. So uh, he's made it now into the second round. Um, so what, I think the next round is going to be you, right? You versus Hambone mm-hmm. and Sean Abbott versus Coos. Mm. That's going to be very exciting to see. I, I want to see if anybody's streaming this because we have, wait, we have Hambone two can. streamers involved here. So Hambone, you should stream your matchup with, with Drew. Just saying. I want to watch it. All right. Bring it on. So, awesome. By our next show, we'll have a winner. And then the last update, the booty bracket. Booty. The booty bracket. We have made it to the final threesome. Drew, we need to talk about this. We do. Um, I cannot be more disappointed than all of our fucking listeners right now. Because <laughs> you guys. Unsubscribe have- right now. You guys have put, go ahead, do it. You guys have put in three <laughs> characters. My mind is blown. I don't even know how to reply. John, I'm just pissed. go ahead. I'm pissed. No, I'm, we fit no. trainer is not here. That that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's, that's fucked, fucked up. up. And that, I that heard, hurts. yeah. Look, we had Rosalina versus Zelda, and Rosalina defeated Zelda. We I, wow. Why is she even that far? Zelda's she should have lost a, a long time ago. She's got a British accent. What else do you she, want? She looks like she's 13. I feel like I I kind of <laughs> feel like like dirty even voting on her. Rosalina's best friend is a star. Yeah, that's that's weird. 
I agree. What does she do? It's like a it's like a five point dildo. <laughs> I I actually think Rosalina is one of the most unsexualized characters in our whole tournament. Yeah. Now, if you said Daisy, I feel like Daisy I could get behind. Yeah. No pun intended. But <laughs> but now you say Rosalina. I would go Rosa- more on the Rosalina. Rosalina. I, I used to have an East Coast accent. I don't know if that affects it or not. <laughs> You're talking I, to the wrong guy about that then. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I, I I don't understand. And you know, you know, Rosalina came from the the sex bombs, right? So these are like the uh, animated characters. And I Correct. so I think it's the least sexy characters in the whole bunch. But like, I mean Breath of the Wild Zelda versus Thornbush is hotter than her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling it won't end well for Rosalina, but we'll see. Who knows, um, John? Who fucking knows at this point? What I think is the biggest upset. Um, I shouldn't. It shouldn't be considered an upset, but Samus Aaron versus Lara, Lara Croft, and Samus wins. Mm, I, I'm not surprised. But that that's people voting on their hearts and not with their dick, right? right. Remember, this was the hottest character, not your favorite. This is just who would you want to bone? I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know if it's who you'd want to bone though. There's hot people that you do not want to get anywhere near. You're right because I think Johnny Cage should still be in this, and I don't want to bone him. <laughs> I I I thought Laura was going to win this whole tournament. She kind of has everything. She's she's badass. Um, she's sexy. She's got the British accent going. Um, she's often depicted like dirty, you know. Um, you know what? The other day we have two Nintendo characters. Just that's all you can hope for. Yeah, I guess. And you got to think Samus is the the favorite right now to win it all. Um, we did so. upgrade her picture, I think, for this round too. So she's like, she has like kind of the dread outfit on. Hmm. Um, I think that'll help her. The last matchup was Kaylina versus Camilla, and Kaylina. One. Let me stop you right now and say, how many people listening to this show know who Kaylina is? I don't think anybody does. I I, I didn't know who she it, was. I'm gonna be told. blunt. You put her on the list. I said, I don't know the fuck who this is. And then I had to go make the little chart and the little picture. And I said, John, is this the right person? And I sent you a picture. And you said, Yep, that's her. You know, I. I but I will when, say she's hot. When we were putting together the names, part of it was we didn't want to like crowdsource like names. We wanted them to be a surprise. Hmm. Um, but I looked at multiple online top yeah. lists and she showed up in all of them. So that's how she ended there. I didn't know who she was beforehand. Um, we wanted a nice diverse list from different systems and backgrounds and everything. So um, she's I'm from shocked she's here. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Is she some kind of like witch or something too? Or does she have magic or no? She's straight, just like melee know. type fighter. No, she might have some, some sorcery thing going on. I don't know. Okay. I never played it. I always hear good things about the later Prince of Persia games. I played the original. I think most people played the original game where you're just running across platforms. Yeah. Um, but I haven't yeah. played the these. But I've heard good things about them. And Kayleen is in it. But I'm shocked she defeated Camilla. I, mm. I feel like Camilla had one of the hottest pictures in this whole contest. Yeah, but again, too cartoony, maybe? No. No, they're all, all of them are cartoons, really, except for, like, Lara. I, I'm shocked Camilla lost. She she represents a Nintendo franchise. Um, oh. 
great picture. I mean, I, I think people, just, I, I think oh. honestly, a lot of people didn't know who Camilla is personally. And I think they just went on who's hotter. I think more people are familiar with Camilla though. Cause it's fire emblem. I mean, it's, a little it's bit. A I agree a few more, but at the end of the day, not a million. Um, oh, certainly so, not. Yeah. So the final three for the threesome, <laughs> Rosalina, Samus, Kalina. That's it. Can I ask you a question, Drew? You, you may. If, if this were a real threesome. Yes. Who's dominating in the bed? Kalina. Samus, right? No, Kalina. Kalina? I, mean, I don't know her as a person, but... I wonder if Kalina would be, like, commanding what Samus and Rosalina should do. I think she would. I think Rosina, Ro- Rosalina is just... She's sitting in the corner telling me what to do. This is she's submissive. Oh, it's yeah. her first time. First time. Okay. S- Samus... Though she might have a little bit of experience, she might not be into the three way and be a little like timid. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like like average. But like Kalina, she's probably had like an eight some, so she's ready to go. Like you know that Prince of Persia shit. You know you oh, get yeah. in there. It's like that orgy type stuff. Don't she's been there. <laughs> she's done it. She's seasoned. I think she's she's taken control. She might take Rosalina's Luma there and use it like I said earlier. You think Luma is Luna's gonna be in, Luma's gonna be involved? I think Luma's getting involved in the threesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. I say Samus keeps her helmet on. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't want to look. She doesn't want to take the helmet off. Uh, that would be pretty hot, actually. All right. So that's gonna be our final threesome. We're gonna have voting for that this week to decide the hottest video game character of all time. I can't wait never... to see the winner. Vote and you uh you'll get a chance to win some each up. I think twenty dollars. I think we said twenty, so 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. All you gotta do is vote. Um, and remember, every round that you voted in previously counts as like one vote. So, um, you're gonna get if you voted in all five rounds, you're gonna get five tickets into the to win. Yep. Yeah. When that ends, we are gonna run that contest and we are going to notify the winner via email, which is why you've left it. Um. So good luck. What we've been playing. Drew, I've got a few games hmm. that I've played this week I want to talk about. Um, I finally got to play The Walking Dead Season 2. Um, I had played the Season 1 uh, two, a couple months ago, I guess. Yeah, I played it when I first got my PlayStation 5. Loved it. And uh, Season 2 is a direct sequel to Season 1. I would say, it. I like if you just take the season standalone, it wasn't as good as season one. It was a little shorter than season one. Um, not as much um, puzzle solving maybe, but because it was a continuation of the story, I loved it. Great story. There's always something happening. You know, these narrative games can get a little boring at times. And I think the best ones always keep some story going on. And uh, Walking Dead season two was great. Uh, really enjoyed it. And now I'm looking forward to season three. Uh, I, I really can't talk enough about these Walking Dead games. And I'll mention again that they are on Game Pass. Uh, give it a try. Uh, they have, I think they have season one, season two, I think season three as well. Now, um, question for these games. Really good. Are you like walking around and doing stuff? Or is this like more of a story decision tree reading type game? You know, I... You get that question all the time with like Life is Strange games. 
you there are sequences where the characters are talking and you're making like dialogue choices. Correct. Um, in these particular games, there are sequences. Yeah, where you're walking around, looking for, looking at items, trying to interact with items. It, it feels in a smaller uh, space, though. Type it, thing. Yeah, it feel yes in a small space. Like you, you don't have to like go between rooms even. Like yeah, you'll be in life one str- setting. You sent me that Life is Strange clip when she was in her bedroom and went hid in the closet and stuff. So that that's the way I kind of you know yeah. visualize these games. I think all the narrative games are a little bit different in the gameplay, but when I play Walking Dead, it it oftentimes feels like a point and click, and okay. then your character will kind of like walk around, and you're kind of looking from this third person view, and the character will walk around, walk towards the screen, walk away from the screen, and you're just like tap, look, you know, use your hand, that sort of thing. I'm glad um, you showed me how they walk. That was a good or, analogy or, there. I know it, but it really is. It's very like <laughs> boop, third, boop, it's boop. like a third person view. Um, but it's the story does keep it going. There's great characters in this one. I mean, honestly, I think I like the game better than the show. Well, um, you didn't finish the show either, like myself, right? You kind of oh God, no, I gave up on that one. I gave up too. Yeah. Um, but you know, I if you have Game Pass, give season one a try, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so season two was great. Uh, the next season is the new frontier, I guess they didn't call it season three. I don't know why. Um, so I'm going to play that the next time I finish a game. Um, I'll do season three. Um, I also finally got to play this week. Life is strange. Remastered episode one. So drew, you remember the life is strange. Remastered collection came out February 1st. All a blur to me. I don't understand how there's this, it, Sounds like every month the same game comes out. I don't get it. <laughs> the game came out February 1st, and it I went to play it the first day. I have a tweet somewhere, and the game was running at 30 frames per second, and I, I couldn't play it because um, the original 60 frames a second. It was just, it's hard to describe, but when you lower the frame rate on a game that you've played before, imagine playing Contra, but the frame rate is half. You'd be like, I'm not playing this shit. You know? That's a weird analogy, but this is this is remastered. I don't understand why would it have a lower frame rate. Well, I I I, I can't I can't explain the technicals, but um, it had a lower frame rate. So um, yeah, it wasn't built for the new consoles either. Like it was a PS4 game, it was an Xbox One game, um, but it wasn't yet a PS5 or Series X game. Anyway, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for them. I mean, they've done so many bug fixes to this. It, I, they should never have released this February 1st. It was already delayed from like September of last year. Um, they never should have released it. It had a bunch of bugs, really bad bugs too. Um, so yeah, I got to finally play it two months later. Um, I played through the first episode. I did all of the achievements. I, I know where everything is at this point. And um, I got to say, I mean... It looks better. The main character, Max, looks better. Chloe looks better. Um, some of the side characters do look better as well. Um, most notoriously, the principal, Principal Wells, looked horrible in the original Life is Strange. They just butchered his face. Um, so he's fixed up. Um, and there's some of the visuals are better. I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of the visuals are better, especially if I go back to the old one. But you know what? I wouldn't say the game is better. They didn't change the audio, which is which is actually ideal, but they didn't change the audio. And when you're playing the game, I'm not, there's no point where I'm like, wow, oh, that looks so much better. Oh, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, the bathroom looks a little better <laughs> and all that. The first game had such a great art style. I don't know. I 
when I thought they were going to re mocap this whole game, I was really fascinated with it. Um, I don't know if they needed to do this and they spent a lot of time doing it and then they put it out way too soon. So I'll probably finish it up just because I, you know, I'm not going to pass another chance to go through and get all the achievements again. But um, yeah, I had fun, but I'll probably do one episode every couple weeks. I'm not going to sit here and just play this game all the way through. Um, yeah. And I would say if you've never played before and you want to play it, just get the original. I don't, I don't think you need this one. Um, so that's Life is Strange. I did play, I've been playing a lot of one other game, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. I'm going to talk about that next episode um, because I'll be spending the next two weeks playing that game. So I don't want to talk about it now and then talk about it. Do I know what next that episode. game is? Um, you might. You might. Okay. Um, and then I have played a couple of Switch games. Oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrapped up. Thank God. I wrapped up Triangle Strategy. So excited. I think I wrapped it up this past weekend. And wow. I have so many feelings about Triangle Strategy. I was so hyped for this game since they announced it. Love the HD 2D and all that jazz. I love tactics games. I This game has some issues that really affected how much I enjoyed it. I know other people have enjoyed it. It's, it's not a game that's bad or anything like that. But I think depending on the kind of tactics player you are, um, you may or may not like this. The big thing for me is the story sequences were way too long. Oh my gosh. I've never seen a game like this. Um, I was telling you, I would be playing this game over the span of three days. This literally happened over three days going through a story sequence. Oh. Story sequence, story sequence. Oh, new chapter in the game. Story sequence, story sequence. And then like I'd, I'd, you know, I'd play for 30 minutes and then I'd put it down. And then the next day I'd pick it up and play it for 40 minutes and then put it down. And then I'd pick it up for 20 minutes during the day and put it down. Three days without even so one battle. Is, it, is this game's story sequence? Describe it to me. Is it like just uh, you're reading and you're pushing A? Is it voice <laughs> acting? Is, is there animation to it? Most, you know? most of the dialogue in the game is voice, not all. Yeah. Um, and when, when I, whenever I do voice acted games, I do tend to let the voicing finish before I tap the button. Um, it's, I think it's like a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. One thing I, 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 I will do sometimes is I'll turn the, the volume off on the game and then tap through it. I don't like hearing the voices interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just, I, no, I know. I like. Um, but yeah, like the story is very verbose it, and it's a decent story. But it's very verbose, very repetitive. You will hear the same thing over and over and over and over again. Um, And it's like, yes, I know. So were you, um, did you get tempted to a point that you wanted to like skip certain cutscenes? Yes. Because it's funny, right? There's there's games like I recently played the Darksiders Genesis, right? And that wasn't known for a story game, but there's parts like I'm just gonna hit A because I don't I don't really <laughs> care. The storyline isn't that good in that game. Um, but then there's games like Xenoblade Chronicles Two that is known for long cutscenes, but you're kind of wrapped up into the story that like you wanna you wanna read it, you wanna watch it unveil, and it's animated better. Right, it is. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, like Pyra, you know, we might yeah, see. You know. well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and you can usually you can watch it, 
Um, these are very much like listen to the text, tap A, tap A. There is actually a way to make it auto advance. But then what will happen is like, and it, part of the problem is the story sequence doesn't just happen in one shot, right? So you're in a room, there's three characters talking to each other and you have it auto advancing. And then it like goes to a different room and you have to turn on the auto advance again. And then uh, they okay. talk and then you go back to the first room. It's like, oh my God. And then a chapter will end. So like some of the chapters have multiple parts. A chapter yep. will end and you're like, okay, the chapter's done. And then you're in part one of the next chapter and it's story sequences all the so, way yeah, through. Starting. Oh God. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus, like they, they just, they could have cut half the story sequences. I, not even the story. You can keep the story exactly the same, but you can cut half the dialogue and the game would have been so much better. You just, you, when you're playing and you're just like constantly like, okay, I just want to do a battle. Let me do a battle. Uh, let, let me just move on. It was too much. Um, mm. On top of that, the story is very political. Um, mm. So like, you know, like, like Star Wars, right? We always say we love Star Wars, love Star Wars. But if you really look at the first movie, oh yeah, the, cool, yeah. The, 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 you know, the prequels, there's a lot of politics the going on. The prequels have a lot of politics. Yeah, it's a lot of talking. Um, and that's what this game had because the, the basics of the story is there's these three, um, nations on the continent. I think it's one nation or whatever, but these three areas in the continent, one owns the salt, one owns the iron, and one is the, the middle where the trade happens. Right. And it's like, oh my God, it's about salt politics and <laughs> this and that. There is a lot of, um, the whole point of why the game's called triangle strategy is that you start deciding who to ally with and you'll actually change throughout the game. So you might like say, Oh, we're going to side with S frost here. Um, and then we're going to fight Hyzant. And then the next chapter you're siding with Hyzant and you're going to go fight S frost. And that's all well and good, but some of the decisions in the game are not actually made by you. So if you decide, no, we should ally with S frost. You might not get that because it's a democratic vote among your party. So there's like nine people in the party and you'll see where they stand. So like there's this big decision about like early in the game, should we travel to S Frost or Hyzant? And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know, Hyzant would be cool. And then like everyone's got a different opinion. And then you have to decide who you negotiate with. So, you know, if you want to go to Hyzant, you talk to all the people that want to go to S frost and then you talk to them, you talk to them and you like, Oh, you, you try to find some clues and stuff yeah, and convince them. Miserable. Right. So then you're thinking, okay, I'm going to get them to side over. Then you do the final vote and you're like, you're like ready to celebrate. And then they go, we're going to go to S frost. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? like, like you you have a decision in the game, but I don't get to control that decision. I don't, it wasn't fun to me. Yeah. Um, even when you're trying to negotiate with people, you can't get the decision to happen. So I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. Um, the, the battling was fine. Um, there was no synergy with the characters. A lot of the characters all had different uh, qualities and um, like different unique things they did. I like had a character that could move twice. I've had characters that can just do different things. Um, but none of them really synergized. It just felt like hacking on enemies. The enemies often had a lot of health. Um, versus like a fire emblem game where you might just go in and one shot people. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't, I don't feel like the, the battling was good. I don't feel like the story was concise enough. I don't feel like the mechanic with the voting was a lot of fun. 
Um, so, I mean, overall, the game was just like, okay. I wouldn't even say it was good. It's just okay. I was glad it was over. Um, you know, that's it. Um, it's a game also you might want to play again, get a different story. Because th- there's battles that are different between the different storylines. Mm. So, like, I saw, like, a battle between two boats. I never got to do that. Um, but I just don't have any energy to do it again because the story is too long. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's kind of a letdown for me. But I finished it because I'm a dad who finishes. That's it. And the last game I'm playing, which I'm still playing, is Ollie Ollie World. Um, I've been waiting for a sale on this one. It went on sale, and I got it. I've never played the other Ali Ali games. And apparently the first two games were pixel art. And um, they went with 3D on this one. It's kind of like a 2.5D. It's one of those games yeah. where it's it's a side view, but it's just rendered in 3D. Um, and I got to say, I mean, the action's really good. Um if you are a fan of games where you have to like hit tons of achievements and play through levels over and over and over again, um, this game is for you. Um, and I know that because I'm into <laughs> getting all the achievements and doing levels over and over and over again. Um, if you play this game just to get past the level, move on, get past the level, and then just hit the end of the game and be done, you know, it's going to be like, um, like, like Sayonara Wild Hearts, Drew, right? It's like, it's, it's not hard. There's, there's definitely harder sequences in this game to get past, especially as you get later into the game. But you'll figure it out. It's not that bad. Um, the real fun and challenge of this game is to do all the little tricks and achievements and pop five whales in the course or get through the course and only grind on two rails, things like that. Um, so you'll do the level once, you'll die a couple times, you'll get through it. And then you have to try to do every level without dying one time. And they make it really easy to restart the whole level. So like, if you were to like, um, well, I say die, but I mean, you basically crash. Um, so if you crash and you're like, look, I don't want to keep playing because I've already crashed, you can hold down X and restart the whole level. Um, so they make that stuff easy. And then all the little cute achievements, like hit the... <laughs> hit the frog off the bee and stuff like that. Um, so that part's really fun. I've really enjoyed the gameplay and it's really smooth too. Uh, the controls are really, uh, it takes some time to get used to, but um, it's an auto runner. So you're using the analog stick to do your flips and tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really nice. You're not hitting a bunch of buttons. You're just kind of flipping the analog stick. Um, the one part of the game I don't like is again, the story sequences, every new area, and there's probably like a dozen to 15 areas in each world, and there's like five worlds. Um, God, there's like some story going on with a guy named Mike and a guy named Dad, and <laughs> and it's like they, they start talking, and the funny thing is the, the cutscene, it's not even a cutscene, but like just when you see the characters talking, on the Switch anyway, it's really like laggy and not glitchy, but but like, it's just kind of hard on the eyes. Cause then when you get to the gameplay, it's like 60 frames per second, really smooth and nice. But it's like, just seeing these characters talk to each other. It's just like, it's like, it's, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like gross looking. That's gross. And um, like, if you said I could pay $5 to just remove the story sequence in this game, I do it in a second. Hmm. Um, and they like they have to load when you go into a level, and it's like I'm actually waiting to see this gross story sequence. I've actually started to skip those. They're talking about nothing. Um, 
every so often there's a tutorial level and they'll explain a trick. But even then, you don't even have to hear what they say. You, they'll, they'll show you at the end what to do. Yeah. Um, I can't stand the story parts of this game. It, it's so unnecessary. There's no story at all. Um, I wish they'd just take it out of the game. Um, and if you're going to put it in there, make it look nice. Like, my God. Um, but otherwise, no, having a lot of fun with this game. And um, yeah, looking forward to trying to do everything. Definitely, if you try to do everything, it's really difficult. Hmm. And there's tons of achievements to hit. Um, but that's really how you should play this game. Like, even if you don't hundred percent it, you're trying to. So like, I mm-hmm. probably where I'll be is like, I'm hoping to end up in the 85% to 95% range. Hmm. There's no way I'll do everything. I, I, I won't do everything. Um, but damn it, I'll try. <laughs> um, so it's been a lot of fun. Nice. All right. How about you? I've been playing two games, uh, both Nintendo, of course. Uh, <laughs> Kirby in the Forgotten Land. You know, I had almost no expectation going into this game. Um, and, and not that that doesn't mean a bad one, just I didn't know. Uh, I love this game. I mean, I know it's only April, but like game of the year type game. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Blew my mind. The visuals, the gameplay, the level design, and just exploring the different abilities and, and the upgrades. Um, all that type of stuff. Absolutely fantastic game. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I have been playing co-op uh, the entire game. Me and my wife uh, with the kids watching. So the game started, it was fantastic, the co-op. I, I think I explained last episode the difficulties I had where like, if you went too far, it didn't split the screen. Mm-hmm. So if you went too far from Kirby as Waddle D, it would kind of like bubble you right back. So that was super annoying. Like I tried to go explore a secret passage um, <laughs> or a lot of the times like I would die because I would fall off a cliff because you know what I'm saying? I got pulled. Right. Um, so super annoying. But at the beginning, you know, Waddle Dee has a spear and like super fast tack. He can also throw the spear. He knew this helicopter thing where it rains spears, like super powerful. Like I was the one killing all the enemies and dominating the bosses as the game progresses and you can, um, upgrade abilities right um it's not really a spoiler you know there's multiple upgrades you can upgrade each ability like three times and it gets more powerful and more more stuff um i found waddle d is no longer that powerhouse and kind of more of an afterthought which was kind of sucks for a lot of late in the game stuff like i was there um but it's funny it's like even when you're fighting a boss you know, if it's an AOE type attack, then that's fine. But if it's like the the boss is focusing on one person, they're always focusing on Kirby. You know what I mean? Right. So, it, so it's like I could just go stand over here and no, he's not really hitting me unless he's going to pound the ground. You know, so. Um, so does that make Waddle Dee effective because he's not targeting you? It makes him a little bit more effective. But again, it like the damage he does compared to some of the Kirby damage. I see. It's just it's 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 not even close. But no, you're right. I can I can definitely waddle away on him if you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. It, but overall, the answer is so. I, I I beat the game. I'm between like 75 and 80 percent complete according to the stats. And we're we're in the post game now. Again, I'm not going to spoil what that is. But there's tons of stuff unlocked in Waddle D Town and exploring Waddle T Town. There's tons of little fun things to do. Um, there's a bunch of little mini games within Waddle Dee Town that you can upgrade and you can play along the way as you build your town. Um, the little capsule things, which um, you get like pretty much get these little uh, amiibo figures. I think you kind of mentioned it later. Like, 
um, and there's different volumes and that's you can go to the, the coin machine and you know put coins in and you get a random one you don't know which figure you're gonna get mm. um another little added fun thing to do uh, i don't want to spoil it for too much i know you haven't played it yet and some people haven't maybe fully unlocked waddle d town but there's tons of things to do they have a coliseum where you just do boss battles um there's there's a fishing area and, the, and then there's other mini game areas i'm not gonna I won't get into that. You unlock as well. I think a lot of these are involved in getting a hundred percent too. Like they're not just like little dorky Correct. things to do. They're part of the completion. Yeah. Like you have to, you know, maybe catch a certain size fish. I think all the mini games have like an easy mode and a hard mode. You have to beat all of those. Mm. I agree. All of those, I believe are part of it as well. Um, but yeah, the game's fantastic. I think we'll definitely play this to about, I don't know if we'll a hundred percent it. Um, Cause you, I, we would have to go back and play almost all the levels. Yeah. Uh, you know, because each level, maybe not all of them, because we, when you play each level, you know, there's, you got to collect, you got to beat the level, and then there's like four little side missions. But you don't know what they are until you play the level. Right. You know, so I don't know if we'll go back to play every one to collect every Waddle D, but we'll definitely do all the post game stuff. Um, and we're enjoying it. Are Absolute you a dad class. who finishes, Drew? I finished the game. Did you finish the game? Uh, you're gonna do I, it. You well, know what? You're gonna well, do it. No, but that's really a great point. I mean, I think we're gonna finish the game once we. And I don't want to give it away because there's there's post game stuff. Right? It's mm-hmm. more than just going back and playing the levels again. It's right. more than that. That's all right. I'll say. But I'm gonna complete all of that post game stuff. Right. Right. So I feel like that is you're really completing the game again. You're not a hundred percent in it, but the hundred yeah. percent in part of it, like that, might get me to ninety percent. And then the last ten percent, and I and I've already did every mini game in town. I've done all of those. I completed all those, even on like the hard modes. So I would the last thing I'll have to do is just go back to the few levels that I didn't fully collect all the Waddle Dees and do that. So we'll see. We'll see where we're at. I mean, if my wife likes it, we keep playing. We'll keep playing. Yeah, I can't um, wait to play it. I, I you really I, should I start. It. It, it's fantastic. Maybe after Ollie. Uh, the other game, obviously, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Uh, me and my son have been playing this together, but I, I play a little bit of my own, some of the levels. Uh, fantastic. I, I, I love it. I, it's one of the better Lego games I've been playing. Uh, it's so funny playing with my son. He's five, and he tells me what I'm doing wrong, and he tells me how to beat certain bosses. And like he's right, like he's he's absolutely. I'm like, how did you know that? Oh, I watched a YouTube video on it the other day. I'm like, oh, what? Like he's a like, cheater. Oh, yeah. He's a cheater. We're we're playing we're playing Kirby the other day, and he goes, he goes, that's not the final boss. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, there's two more bosses. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how do you know that, buddy? He's like, ah, oh, I watched the video. He's like, there's a shortcut up here on the right. I'm like, oh my god, you're five. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, so, um, but yeah, Lego Star Wars, a perfect balance. I, I love right when you start the game, you can pick which episode, uh, you know, correlated to the movie you want to play. And it lets you start at each trilogy. So you'd start at episode one, four, or seven. Oh, um, okay. Which is cool. So I started at episode four. Only way to do it, right, John? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, once you beat each episode, I found has like five levels. So there's five levels within that episode. So think about a movie, a movie's broken down into like five segments. Right. And that you play, you know, each level takes maybe 30 minutes to 45 minutes on the longer side. Um, 
So there's 45 levels. Yeah. I, yep. 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 That's, I'd say that's about right. Okay. Yeah. That seems maybe they don't take that long. Uh, and once you beat all five, you move on to the next one. And they have a really good balance of like playing your typical Lego game that you're aware of mixed in with maybe some type of you're in space um, and you're, you know, chasing TIE fighters or you're, you're, you're you have to do attack a, you know, star destroyer and stuff like that. Um, so there's a good balance between like, you know, spaceship levels and, and on your feet levels and kind of those oddball type levels mixture. Um, I'm almost done with episode six. So I played through four and five, almost done with six. Uh, then I'll probably jump back to episode one. Um, but tons of upgrades, tons of stuff to do. Um, every time you beat a level, John, you get uh, what they call you unlock free play. Because a lot of these these worlds have like central hubs. So, for example, like let's use Tatooine, which is like the desert planet, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like where a lot of like the Mandalorian and Boba Fett took place. So you could go and have free play and explore that planet. And that's how you find a lot of unlockable stuff. So you're not really doing a mission. You're just exploring the sandbox mode almost. And there's little missions, you know, side quests while you explore. You know, go collect five of these. You can jump in like a pod racer. Now you have to go do a race and beat somebody. If you beat them, you get one of those Tiber Brits. So there's tons of like little stuff like that. So right now we're just playing through each level. And then I told my son, we'll go back and we'll do all the free play. Because there's a lot of the free play stuff. You have to unlock other characters that you can't do yet. Uh, so the other things are the the missions, or you would say are like the main missions. And then when you go into the free play, that's when, is that really kind of all the side stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. And there's okay. tons of other stuff. Like you'll have to go over here and it's trying to say like, you need to have like a dark side character or, or a character with a lightsaber. But when you played that spot originally, you didn't have any of those characters unlocked because you're like you're in the story mode. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, you know, when you're in free play, you can select any character you have unlocked. Right. Um, yeah. So it, it's blast. It, we're having a ton of fun. Uh, I bought the seventy dollars deluxe version, so you get a ton of other extra characters. Uh, you get like all the Mandalorian characters. So you get like Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, like um, playable, playable. Yeah, I think I don't. I didn't really dive deep into that yet. I think it's just characters. I don't think you get like any extra levels or anything from what I understand. But like, um, like if you do the, like usually when you do like the main quest stuff, they want you as certain characters because they're telling a story. But if you were doing the free play, you can use, can you use like whoever you want? Anybody that you've unlocked so far. And that includes baby Yoda. I think so. I haven't tried it yet. I don't know how the DLC stuff works that I bought. Um, and that was because the digital can, deluxe that you did. Yes, you can okay. buy if you don't buy the digital deluxe, you can buy the character patch separately, but they're like two ninety nine each. Right. And there's yeah, probably like eight of them. So you get you definitely get your money's worth. If you're gonna buy any of them, just buy the deluxe version. Um I looked online. So if you bought the physical, there is a seventy dollar physical version that I think comes with a minifig. Is that it's right? It's hard to find though. Yeah, that's hard uh, to find. I didn't I didn't pre order it. So it was impossible to get. I was going to try to get it and then I didn't, but like now I'm like, yeah, I really would like to get that minifig. I know. I'm yeah, going to look know to that, see. Yeah. I think it was like loot with the blue, the blue melt. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. You know what's that minifig is going for online? Uh, a gazillion dollars. Yeah. A gazillion dollars is right. It's like a hundred <laughs> bucks. I think. Something's um, I think you had that and another figure. Was it two figures? Yeah. The switch one. No, I think it was just the one. The switch one is sold out. 
Uh, I mean, that's the only one I would get, right? So might as well like just buy digital then. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I know all the people had a few. Lego games are obviously known for having tons of issues and bugs. Mm. Knock on wood, baby. I haven't had one issue yet. No error kicking me out. No stuck mode. No having to restart. Um, <laughs> pretty flawless I, so far. I saw one review where somebody's like whole progress got stopped by a bug, but they said they hadn't seen other people affected by it. Um, so it's just like probably any other game. I mean, Horizon had those kind of bugs, so yeah. um, they happen. Yeah, I, I was, I, I I might play this game. It seems very long, and I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I'm just afraid of. Um, I mean, if you this is a game I play, and it'll go in 100, percent and it's going to take me like 150 hours. If you're doing 100, percent it, I, yeah, it can be. If you just want to play the story modes, I mean, that's not how mm-hmm. you play Lego games. But like I said, I'm already on, you know, I'm already a third way through the game. Yeah, from a story level point of view, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So and when I when I play them, it, it, it's hard to play Lego games without trying to like destroy every single yeah. thing you can destroy <laughs> and pick up every single Lego thing. And it and it's it's easy to say, well, just don't do it, John. You know, but it's like it's just a compulsion. That's the point of it. I, yeah. <laughs> no, but you don't have to go back to all the free plays if you didn't want to. I'm but saying. I would. I would too. That's yeah. part of the fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, playing with my son's an absolute blast. Um, we played through episode five which where they go to hoth the frozen ice planet that mm. they, i thought that was really cool they did a good job with that um yeah when you get there did you like okay son this is the best trilogy of the three yeah and he's like oh yeah this is the one with the, the abominable snowman guy we gotta fight him dad we're gonna lock him i want to <laughs> play as him i said well, i don't know buddy <laughs> <laughs> that looks fun yeah great game i'm having a blast with it i'm gonna keep playing this game i'll probably i'll hate to say it, I'll probably 100% it, but it will be with my son over a long period of time. I want to see if you can 100% it before somebody else claims the bounty. Oh, I don't know. Because I did get that Horizon bounty. I mean, I'm not going to claim it, but I did unlock I don't the map. So I won't be see. playing this game nonsense. But I'll tell you what, this is the only game I have for the next week or so, but that's not going to make me even close. And Kirby. Yeah, but again, I don't... I. I don't have a game that I play at nighttime, like by myself. Oh, I see. You know, oh, so that's I, right. Yeah, you're playing both of these games with your family. Yeah, I'll play Lego by myself a little bit because I don't know if it, my son loves the free play. That's his favorite because he can he gets mad like if sometimes when you play a story level mode, it's like you have Han Solo and R two D two, and player one's locked on to Han. He's like, I don't want to be R two D two. I'm like, well, buddy, you got to be him. That's, right. That, that's how it worked. I'm sorry. Got to tell you know, the story. Some story modes, they have like four players, so you can at least pick between a couple. Mm-hmm. You know, But he always wants to die with the lightsaber, which has been loot. I'm like, I want loot, you know? I want the lightsaber. <laughs> You'd be the fucking droid. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for me, though. Sweet. It's chit-chat time. Okay, the big news this past week, Breath of the Wild 2... <sighs> shockingly i honestly shockingly Mm. delayed uh to now it's spring 2023 um what do you think did you predict this i can't remember but uh what do you think of this i don't remember (sighs) i'm shocked i I mean i'm shocked i'll be honest i you know i didn't see this coming uh we have what we have xenoblade chronicles coming out in the fall september i want to say i don't know yeah you know i you gotta ask though right we haven't seen this. This will be six years, almost on the dot, mm-hmm. 
before we see a Zelda game. Crazy. On the same the same engine, right? Let, let's call it that. Let's quote quotation marks. The same engine as Breath of the Wild. I'm not a video game maker. I'm not going to pretend I know what goes into it, but <laughs> that seems pretty fucking bad. Six years, John. Yes, I agree. Right. Yeah. The, I, the, the, that's I, I get it. Two of those years was a pandemic. Sure, we can use that. That's an easy out. But I don't. I don't get it. Like that. That's a long time. I mean, not to mention, not the not the soap bots. Like we haven't seen a Mario either, really, in six years. Yeah. Well, you've seen other Mario games at least. Ports, though. Well, I mean, no, I mean like Mario Golf and Mario Tennis. And I mean a seen... 3D Mario besides Bowser's Fury, yeah. which wasn't even a full game, right? We haven't right. seen a Mario game, either. right? Yeah, no, I agree. When 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 Breath of the Wild came out in March 2017, and in that like March and April when everybody was just playing Zelda every single day, and I remember saying, "Gosh, you know what? I think they're going to make." a second game because I, you know, I never felt like breath of the wild was perfect. Like the story wasn't the story. The overall story was good, but like, I didn't find the fight with Ganon very intriguing. You know, it wasn't a talking character. I wasn't a big fan of the, um, the, whatever you call them, their dungeon versions. Oh yeah. Their forms of the dungeon. I, I I didn't really enjoy those. It was annoying. So I felt like there's going to be a sequel. They're going to build it on the same engine. And they're going to like extend the story and they're going to build a sequel. And I said, I said it could be here in like two years, man. I mean, yeah. like this game is like, I mean, cause breath of the wild was a sensation and it's going to be like you said, six years and That's it's like, okay. Crazy. And, and it's going to be amazing. I, I guarantee it, but here's something very interesting. The game was supposed to come out in 2022. That was the year we're supposed to get this game. Mm-hmm. It's early April. It's. I think it's always interesting to see when a game gets delayed, the timing of the delay. Agreed. Their window to release this game, you got to think, is first week of December is probably the latest you want to go. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to. You don't want to get close to Christmas. Nobody's working. You got bugs, and there's no one there to patch it. So you don't. You don't really see many games come out. Big budget games come out in December. Um. So that's that's why. So you got to think December first is like the last day they could possibly Agreed. release this game. They delayed it May, June, July, August, September, October, November, eight months before that. That's now, crazy. now, granted, they're not going to wait until like Halloween to delay it. Like they're going to know, but this when, is really early when to delay. Do you it. think they need to have a game done, done like before their release date? I, I like, think, it's, like you said, December 1st is their date. Like, do they need to be done by September 1st? Like, how, like, what? No, they need to be done. I'd say the game has to be done six months six months before release, and then they're just full scale doing testing, fixing, marketing, testing, just testing, all that testing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then it takes about three months to build the cartridges, the 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 inserts, and all that stuff. Like okay. building those physical is about a three month process. It's, okay, that's good to know. And they want that cartridge version to be gold. They're, they're not Nintendo is not releasing that and having day one patch. That's not what no. they're doing with this game. So they so need to have those almost done a month before. So they just start shipping them to their distributors. Right. So they basically know that they need at least three more months to make this game. Um, and, and we've seen other developers release a digital version. Like if they were going to release this digitally, they would have six months, but because they know they have to go physical 
they will delay. So they're gonna they could have the game done for two or three months. So let's ask. They this. just can't release it. Let me ask a dumb question now. Do you think this has anything to do with them not being done in some type of strategy? I think there's so I think there's a couple of reasons. How are they not done, John? We both just said it. How are they not done? I they could I think they have some other ideas. I don't think it's like a it's definitely not a situation where the game is just buggy as hell. Because like no, they're they'll they have hmm. time to figure that out. It's a situation where I think they're still adding content, they're still tweeting. We, we know that this game is very physics-based, like the first one. Um, and I think my theory is that there has been a lot of open world games released in the last year, year and a half. Agreed. You know, we've seen Elden Ring, we've seen Horizon, we've seen uh, the Assassin's Creed game. We've just seen so many open world games. And I think the one worry I have is that they feel like this game doesn't really hold up with some of the other games and they need to make up for that a little bit. And the the one parallel I would draw was Star Fox 2. Um, from everything we've heard, the reason why Star Fox 2 didn't come out at all, ever, until like the SNES Classic, was because they just didn't feel like it matched up against what was out at the time. Yeah. You know, and it was a little like, I, wanna say, I hate to say it, but like it was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so like now we can look at it as a retro game and appreciate it. But at the time, it would have not sense. held a candle to, you know, what other systems were doing. But what has um, Nintendo ever cared about that? They would care if, if it hurts their brand, right? If if they put out a game that was like, oh, my God, like, what is this? Yeah, correct. I, right. I, I agree in a way where right now everything's so competitive with that market, right? Yeah. You're right. With this... You don't want to scare people away from Nintendo, <laughs> right? Um, follow up question. I love I love drilling you with these. So you have good answers so far, John. I like when Does you drill me. Does this mean a Mario game replaces it? Because you're gonna yeah. have to replace something there, right? Yeah, it it's not. If if there is a Mario game, it's because a Mario game was scheduled. They where when, is the Mario game? Where's Odyssey two? Where's Galaxy 3? Where's our 3D Mario game? I am similarly shocked that we've never gotten an Odyssey 2 or a, a different Mario game. Um, although I did theorize that Kirby was gonna was essentially going to be the Odyssey 2. But it I turns out Kirby, Kirby is not the same kind of game. I think Kirby was the 3D Donkey Kong game that everyone speculated about. Well, that doesn't have the same play style really. Yeah, 3D either. World. Yeah, but it, I mean, they could have. You're right. I'm the surprised. game's very different. I mean, the Switch sales have been great and everything, but I'm just surprised that it's taking this long to put out another mainline Mario, another mainline Zelda. I, I, I you know, I, I, like I said, I don't mind. I, I don't think anybody should worry about delays anymore because there's so many games to play, so many great games to play. You, you're not, you're not going to be starved. Oh, I, I agree. But I'm, sh I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they delayed it so soon, and I hope it's not because they feel like it doesn't stand up against whatever. When the well, first Xenoblade Breath of the Wild, right? what's that? Xenoblade Two will be out around that time. Xenoblade but Three, I don't, yeah. is that a, three. I'm sorry, is that a competitor? No, it's not a not Nintendo system, though. Not at all. No. Um, yeah, no, and they definitely they would they wouldn't delay Breath of the Wild Two because they got like, oh, Xenoblade's coming out. I mean, no, I not many I people buy Xenoblade games. They're they're no, fun. It doesn't have the audience that Breath of the Wild is going to have. Um, yeah, I, I there could be many reasons for it. You know, they're just, I think they're just working on it. And, um, you know, 
I, I hope it does come out in the spring because that would be a good time for it to come out. But, you know, when when Breath of the Wild came out, um, Horizon Zero Dawn had come out a week before it. And it was, I, wanna, I don't want to say a similar game, but it was an open world game and that everyone drew comparisons over it for years and years and years. And only having just played Horizon Zero Dawn like six months ago, graphically, Zero Dawn just destroys Breath of the Wild. Like, it's like a joke. Hmm. But we still regard Breath of the Wild as the best open world game. And then Elden Ring came out and Elden Ring looks amazing. It doesn't look much better than Horizon Zero Dawn, but Elden Ring looks amazing. And we still compare it to Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild. So I don't think it's a graphical thing. Yeah. But the one thing that I think Breath of the Wild 2 will do more of that one didn't do, besides there will definitely be dungeons. I know Nintendo has heard that feedback. Yeah. There will be those classic, like the dungeons we saw in like Skyward Sword, you know? Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be more interesting side quests, more things to do. Um, some of the side quests in Breath of the Wild are mostly like fetch quests and, you know, some dialogue segments, go get this thing or whatever. I think they're going to make, I think they're packing it with more content. I think Do that is think what's holding them back. They'll, they'll carry this into with the success of the NSO and um, these DLCs. Do you think that the oh, game yeah. itself is done, but they want to have three other DLCs released in the 2023 that are not yet done? I don't think they would delay the game for the DLCs. Well, maybe the DLC is going to be tied into the story somehow, and they want to. I think I think, I know, I think the DLC. I mean, we know they'll probably have it. I think it'll be more tied in than, let's say, the last one was, where it was more of an afterthought. So a lot of the reason why we get DLCs and releases across different platforms that stagger out and physical and digital editions, like this, is something that has crept up and is now normal is because it helps to remarket the game. So I don't think you would delay Breath of the Wild 2 for the DLCs. If anything, you would put out Breath of the Wild 2, and then, you know, maybe four months later, uh, a DLC comes out, and now people want it, now people have another reason to buy Breath yeah. of the Wild 2, and then it gets in the news again, and then another DLC comes out. I mean, we see this all the time, right? Like games that come out digitally, and then three months later, it's physical. So it's like it's in the news again. Now it's on Xbox. You know, we're going to see Tunic come to Switch and everyone's going to talk about Tunic again. Mm. Um, I I don't think that's it. I just think they're trying to pack it with a lot more content, things to do and dungeons and whatever. And just so it holds up with other open world games, which are just becoming so common now. No, Um, I agree. I'm just not buying six years to make a game. If it, you know, on a, on an engine or that kind of already exists. Right. How excited are you for this game? Like, I, I assume like the games. Excited. I yeah. mean, playing through Majora's Mask again reminded me of how much I love the original concept of Zelda, right? Breath of the Wild doesn't have that. Uh, the problem also is I played Breath of the Wild, John, five fucking years ago. <laughs> Don't remember yeah. it to a T. You know, there's times I'm, I, I think about certain spots. Again. like, oh, that game was all right. It was fun. I liked it. But and then there's times I remember hunting dragons only at nighttime during like the red moon because that's what you had to do to get like a uh you know a certain scale of that i'm like man that was fun like it it kind of had that like mmo type feel and and going to the waterfall and like you know Mm -hmm. so there's certain times i remember a certain spot parts of the game like no wait that game was a lot of fun 
you know yeah so i have like mixed memories i feel like with breath of the wild like a lot of cool good exploration ones and then some tedious ones i'm like that like that wasn't fun doing all the shrines like there were some shrines that weren't fun but i did them just to do them yeah and then i remember the beasts like doing the beasts weren't fun but i did them because you had to do them you know so they don't get me wrong i'm excited uh but i also don't know anything about this game let's be honest that is exactly it. Zero about this game. So how can I be excited about a game I know nothing about? Right. Sometimes I find myself, I, I'm instinctively can't wait for this game. I love the of first course. one. But yeah. I'm like, why am I not super excited for it? And then I realize we've never gotten Anything. a real trailer for it. We've gotten a couple teasers and that's it. Um, but like the first trailer, the Breath of the Wild trailer is, one, I think, the greatest video game trailer ever made. Yeah. I watch it still, like at least once a month. We have never gotten that. You know we're going to get, like, whether it be, like, in June or whatever, we are going to get this serious four-minute Breath of the Wild 2 trailer that will reduce us to tears, and mm-hmm. then the hype will be on. But that hasn't happened yet, so until that happens, I'm, like, I'm excited for it, but I... Yeah. I, I I think we do see something in June, um, and, I, and I think we do see a Mario game in June. I, and I think that's possible. I just don't think they're going to rush that to fill the hole. You don't. No, I, you don't I rush agree it with out. you. Yeah. I do agree with you. I think maybe they always had it, but yeah, I think this does two things, and then we can we can move on. I think this is, um, if and and you know, I think I originally said we were going to one of my predictions we're going to see something on a new console by this year, um, and I'm torn on that. I'm still torn on that, right? Because do we see a Switch no. two? If we do. Next year. We'll see a switch to with, with Breath of the Wild too, right? That that and, and then the big question is that one of the reasons why it got delayed? That would be fantastic if that's the reason. Maybe. That would be. if we do not get a switch to with the release of Breath of the Wild 2, I think we're not getting a switch to for many years, like two to three years at least. Yeah. I think they're gonna st- yeah, I, I do. I believe that true because if Breath of the Wild is their huge title and even a Mario game that we haven't seen yet. They're going to either release both of those on a brand new console or they're extending the life of the Switch for two to three more years. And I think that might be okay. I think I think it's got to be one or the other. We're, we're getting a new console or we're getting a Mario as well before around the same time. I, I can definitely see them holding on Mario for a launch. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I would love to know that a Switch 2 is coming. I just think this year was so stacked with games from Nintendo that there was no way there'd be a, a Switch 2. But, you know, it, we don't have Advance Wars and, you know, Breath of the Wild's delayed and there's still no Mario announced. So I don't know how stacked the year is. I know it is, but not all the games are the biggest sellers either. Like, Advance they're Wars not is Nintendo. not, you know, a big deal to most Strikers people. Strikers 2, don't be wrong. Strikers is one of my favorite games of all time. But, like, right. What does that do for everybody else? Mario Dolph loved it. Favorite game. What does it do for everybody else? And, you know? and another another thing in terms of announcements, like Splatoon 3, shouldn't that have been waited, you know, until Switch 2? Like, did we need Splatoon 3 now? Well, they, let's be honest, they rushed Splatoon 2. I think Splatoon 3 is going to be their money maker, right? I think we, I already yeah. told you that. I, I think they'd be doing battle passes and shit like that. So, yeah, I, I, I think so. they want that out there to, to, to get some, infl- uh, some money inflow for the rest of this year. Okay. Cool. Um, speaking of delayed and canceled, uh, E3 was canceled. Um, the physical was already canceled. The digital is now canceled. So there will not be any E3 connection to anything that we see in June. Do you think we're going to still see game companies 
um, um, put out their their normal videos in June, or do you think they're gonna put them out when they're ready? And maybe it's I mean, not June. Am I sad? Sure, a little bit. Do I get it? Hundred uh, percent. I think E three as we know it is dead forever. To be honest, I, I don't think it's coming back. I feel like we've been I, saying that for ten years though. Well, I mean, now it's actually not happening. This is the first year it's not happening, right? Um, right. I, I, and I'm not going to pretend at all about the 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 politics behind it because I know there is a lot, and I don't think we need to get into that. But in today's day and age, why does companies need to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars from marketing, um, their entry fees and stuff like that when they can right. do stuff themselves? Um, I would love to see Nintendo, you know, do something more than a direct, though. You know, why not do a little type of stage production type, you know, something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like we haven't seen that in a while. You know, do something a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I think we're already seeing these other types of things from other companies. You know, the whole I, the stage. The whole, no, no, no. Some type of digital announcement. I'm saying that they, they're yeah. kind of already starting to do their own things. I think the biggest problem here is the indies, right? That's where a lot of this gets hurt. Yeah, I don't know how much the indies factor in though to E3. Um, but maybe not indies, but some of the third yeah. parties that don't have a home. I guess you could say. I, I, I do miss like E3 week is always fun from all the videos. And even if all of the um, publishers do videos and very well, there is going to be a lot of them probably in June, maybe not all of them. Um, but I, I always love seeing the footage from E3 because Nintendo always has just really cool, you know, not the stage, but you know, their, the their, their tent, stuff. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll miss that. And I this year too. seemed like it would be the breath of the wild year. I mean, although we thought last year was the breath of the wild year. Um, I'll miss that. We're not going to get that chance to see big Breath of the Wild two two figurines. What would have been that. the big display this year? It's Breath still of the Wild Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I I think because they I think they could still do a trailer. I mean, by some if yeah. if it's going to come out in spring, you're talking about this E3 would be nine months in advance. Yeah, I think there would be a trailer. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so I'll sort of miss that, but really. I don't care too much for E3 outside of a few different publishers announcing their games. I still care about what Xbox is going to do. I care more about PlayStation um, and I care more about Nintendo. And then like, you know, Devolver Digital is always, I don't like their, I hate their presentation, but I, I like their games. Um, so um, yeah, I'm sort of sad, um, but we'll see. Hopefully they'll put out some videos. Mm-hmm. Um, we also did get the announcement about the PS Plus tiers that are coming out. This is the, the PlayStation Game Pass that has been rumored. And um, I've heard a lot of coverage about it, but um, I wanted to talk about it a little bit because I don't think a lot of people know what PS Now is. So what PlayStation announced is not anything really new. Um, currently today, if you own a Sony PlayStation, if you want to get cloud saves and do online play and even download some games for free and get the free games every month, you get what is called PS Plus, PlayStation Plus, right? Um, that's the same service as like an Xbox uh, Live or um, like a Game Pass Ultimate, essentially. And what you get is you get those free games and you get the online service, blah, 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 blah. But PS Now is sort of their, um, their Game Pass, and that's a separate thing. And currently today, PS Now is a $10 a month service. And they have tons of games that you can download and play. 
So like right now, if you subscribe to PS Now, I'm going to list out just a bunch of the games that you can download and play. Um, first of all, just to capture Drew's attention here, all mm. five Darksiders games are on PS Now. So you can download and play all of them. Five of them? All of them. Um, there's four Castlevania games. There's Catherine. There's Braid. There's Batman Arkham City. That's the good one. Uh, GTA Vice City is on there. There's five Final Fantasy games, four Disjaya games, uh, seven God of War games that you can download and play for free. Gravity Rush 1 and 2. Um, they got Horizon Zero Dawn with the DLC. Um, every game in the infamous series, Journey, which is a great little indie game. Um, they got all the Kill Zones. Um, Ten Lego games. Evan would be in heaven. They have Evan the Batman, the Harry Potters, the Indiana Jones, the Pirates of the Caribbean, Star Wars, uh, Mega Man 9 and 10. That should make Marty happy. Uh, Res Red Dead Redemption is on there now, um, which is pretty cool. The original. Uh, there's nine Resident Evil games on PS Now. There's a bunch of Sonic games, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic CD, Sonic Forces, Generations. Uh, the Wolf Among Us. There's Tiny Brains, which is that little multiplayer game from the uh, PS4. Three of the Uncharted games. You got XCOM and XCOM 2. And a whole bunch of games that are included with PS Plus that nobody really talks about, but you can download and play right now. So you can download and play for free The Last of Us. You can download and play Persona 5, Days Gone, Uncharted 4, Bloodborne. And of course, Fall Guys. <laughs> they actually the only place you can play Fall Guys right now. Um, so the value of PS Plus with PS Now is is monstrous today. But Sony's biggest problem is the marketing on PS Now. Most people don't even know what it is. They don't market it anywhere near as close as how Game Pass is. Game Pass is is Xbox revolves around Game Pass. Um, but for Sony, PS Now is just a little service that they don't really tout that much. Um, they'll post new games every month. And you really have to be following the PlayStation Twitter account to even know what they are. They just don't get talked about. But anyway, what they're doing with this new tier system is they are getting rid of the PS Now brand. And that brand started in 2014, years before Game Pass came out. And it was only a streaming service. In fact, they had bought a company to do it. Um, so it just streamed like 100 games and you could just stream them. And I remember using it back in the day and thinking, I don't like this streaming at all. Uh, but it wasn't until like, I think 2018 when you could download the games. So PS Now doesn't really make sense for the service that it is. So going forward, starting in June, everything gets folded into PS Plus. And instead of just one PS Plus, there's now three tiers of PS Plus. Um, there's the Essential. So if you have PS Plus today, you're going to be on the Essential plan. There's the Extra, which is PS Plus plus a good deal of what PS Now is. Um, this seems to me, this is like the sweet spot. And we'll go over the pricing in a second. And then they have the Premium tier, which is basically PS Plus and PS Now as it is now plus like hundreds more games available via streaming, especially from the PS3 era. And they're gonna have a bunch of PS, PS2, PSP games as well. Um, so this is like, basically like you'll have 600 games available to you. It's gonna be something insane. 
um, a lot of games available to you, maybe too many games. Um, one of the big wins with this is that you can subscribe to these tiers annually. So they advertise like the monthly price and the essential is the $10 monthly, which is exactly the same as Game Pass. And the extra is $15 monthly, which is the same price as Game Pass Ultimate. But you can do these plans annually. So you can get PS Plus Extra for 8 bucks and 33 cents a month if you just pay the one yearly price up front. Which is a great freaking deal because that's a buck seventy cheaper than Game Pass. And instead of getting a hundred games, you're gonna have four hundred to four hundred and fifty games. Tons of PS4 and PS5 games you'll be able to download, plus a lot of the big PlayStation first party games. What they're not giving you is day one. So like when God of War Ragnarok comes out, as of right now, the expectation is you won't be getting those games free. But I wouldn't be surprised if they offer discounts to uh, PS Plus um, subscribers for those new games. Maybe get 10 or 20 bucks off of it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking, but it's going to be a good service. I think it's getting a bit of a slight because you know, you're not getting the day one games. And here's my argument, Drew. You're not getting the day one first party Sony PlayStation games. But what are you getting from Xbox and Game Pass? Because they don't have a lot of great first party games. Um, And one of the reasons why I stopped with Game Pass was because I ran out of things to play. The biggest games that they have released on Game Pass in the history of my Series X um, were Halo Infinite and Forza. But I didn't want to play either of those games. You know, so it's like, I don't get the day one first party titles, but it's like, do you want those? Because to me, the, the big PlayStation first party titles, to me, are still way better. And I'm not getting like, you know, uh, god of war ragnarok but i'm getting bloodborne (laughs) you know there's still a bunch of games um hopefully last of us remastered maybe i don't know but the the value in these services isn't really the first party games the value in these services are all the other games right what are people playing right now like tunic right that's not a that's not a first party microsoft game so it's 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 weird to focus and say oh I won't get God of War Ragnarok. Well, yeah, but you'll get like 700 games that you will love. Mm-hmm. So let's like not be so focused on that. Yeah, you'll have to buy it. And then keep in mind, like people still want to buy games for games they want to keep around. Um, if you've ever played Last of Us, I've played Last of Us Remastered. That game is so incredibly good. Probably the greatest game put together. Why wouldn't you want to own that anyway? Right. It's like I'm not going to like sit there on it. These are games that you will want to play over and over. They're such incredible experiences. Um, so I'm really excited for PS Plus, And I don't think we've seen everything that PS Plus is going to offer yet. Um, I think Sony's sitting back. And if they start to see like, you know, they start slipping in the console sales, that sort of thing. I can you know, I can see if they if they feel like putting their big first party titles on these services will make them money, then they will. I think the only reason they haven't done it is because they don't think it'll make them money. And I don't think there's any proof that Xbox is making money by putting, you know, Halo Infinite there. I mean, how many sales did they lose putting Halo Infinite there? 
Um, but if they are making money putting Halo Infinite there, then Sony will eventually figure out that it'll make money for them. And so one day they might start doing it. Um, but for now, I, I still think the biggest reason you get these services is for all the other games, mostly. Um, last thing I will say is these two services are not in competition with each other. You cannot get Game Pass on a PlayStation. You cannot get PS Plus on a Nintendo. You can't get Nintendo Switch Online on your Xbox. They don't compete. Um, you know, I, I've heard on other shows, they talk about like, you know, what Luna's offering and what Stadia is offering and, and that sort of thing. You can only get the Luna service on a Luna. You can only get the Stadia service on Stadia. They're not competing. Now, if you buy an Xbox for Game Pass because you think that's better than Sony's PS Plus, that is where they can be competing. And a couple of years ago, I bought an Xbox for Game Pass. I already had a PS4 at the time, but I bought Xbox for Game Pass. And when Series X and PS5 came out, I bought Series X because of Game Pass. I didn't, I didn't want to buy games. I was like, I'm going to get Game Pass. I told you, I'm going to buy Game Pass. I'm never going to own a game for this system. Hmm, I was wrong. I bought, I bought like a dozen games. <laughs> so <laughs> you know? that, that's where I'm confused, John. You know, once you know you tell me to buy an Xbox, now you tell me to buy a PlayStation. It don't you know? I mean, like things change. Like you know, yeah. you and when you, yeah, you know, when you make a decision, well, oftentimes when you make a decision, that informs you even more on what that mm -hmm. decision was, right? I kept mm -hmm. my my Series X is is attached. It's gonna hang out there, um, but uh, and and this is definitely not a PlayStation or Xbox war, but I bought games on the Xbox. I bought games when they weren't gonna be on Game Pass, and I wanted to play them. I bought uh, Valhalla. I bought, you know, you know, all the other games I bought. I talk about them all the time, mm. but I bought bunches of games. I had cyberpunk and all that jazz. In the end, you're going to buy games anyway. So at some point I go, well, if I'm going to buy games anyway, then why don't I get the PlayStation so I can buy the games I want to play? Like, you know, like Last of Us and Bloodborne and all that stuff. That's where that decision changed. You're, you're really, it really comes down to, what's on the service and what are your habits and do you like to buy games and all that jazz. And I'm just saying is Sony has made the calculation. They will make more money selling their games. You know, they sell often like 20 million copies of a God of war of a horizon zero dawn. than if they just give it away on a service, they just decided they wouldn't make the money back. And like mm -hmm. I said, that's probably true because Microsoft has invested and lost tons of money getting Game Pass going. Their gamble is that if Game Pass can get to 50 million subscriptions, they'll be pulling in so much money, they can absorb the absolute loss of all those sales for a game. You know, if they put a Call of Duty on Game Pass and they lose it on millions of sales, they'll feel like they're still making money because of the subscriptions. Um, and Sony has just decided that's not right now, but that could change. So um, I think to me, I think this is a great service. I don't know if I will invest in it, but if I can do an annual, um, I paid 60 bucks. As soon as I got my PS5, I paid 60 bucks and basically got the, the PS Plus Essential. I would be willing to pay $3.33 more a month and get the PS Now with it, PS Plus Extra, and get 400 games from PS4, PS5. These are going to be more modern games. I don't see why not for a few extra bucks. 
Um, I don't think I would go premium because I don't need old console streaming games or anything like that. But um, yeah, I think this will in- definitely increase the subscription base for the PlayStation. And I would like to see them, you know, give some discounts on some of their newer games so that at least you go, I still have to buy God of War, but I can get 20% off. That would be awesome. So I think that's that's kind of a path um, I think they will go with. Um, but it's exciting to see. And And honestly, I will say, the way they advertised this with basically like a giant email was really lame. They needed to put together a really cool trailer, showcase their titles that were coming. They're going to have Miles Morales on this service. They're going to have um, Death Stranding on this service, Returnal for free on this service, which is a game I wanted anyway. And they just didn't put together like a like a like a hype trailer. So I think we'll see that hype trailer like when June comes. Maybe that was going to be part of their E3. Um, that would have really helped. But for some reason, they held back on that. So let's see what, what comes in June. I mean, I'm excited for it, for sure. Um, I think it'll be good. And then we'll see. I mean, like I said, it, it doesn't have to compete with Game Pass. Um, it's just got to be a great service for PlayStation owners. Um, so it's exciting to see. And I wonder if we'll ever see Nintendo start to go down this path as well, because I don't think Nintendo Switch Online is that. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so let's see in June. I'm very excited. Now, do we talk about the farts? The farts. It's time for some farts. <laughs> um, this doesn't come from us. This comes from you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Don't, we're not this dirty after dark people. You guys bring it out <laughs> with us. You went into our ass channel and not ask, ask. And, uh, there's this reality show YouTuber. I don't know who she is. Uh, Stephanie Matto apparently made $200,000 selling farts in a jar. First of all, I just want to point out, she is from Yonkers, New York. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. from Yonkers, New York. So she's from my hometown, bitches. You could have went to school with this shit. No, she's probably too young. She's too young. I did look up her age, uh, but um, because, yeah. So she's selling her farts in a jar oh, for $1,000 a pop. So if she sold 200000 worth, she sold about 200 farts in a jar. I only have one question for you to start this, Drew. I'm sorry. I, 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 how many did she sell? I was seeing how old she was. I mean, about 200 If they're $1,000 each and she made $200,000. Okay. Um, my math says 200 jars. Here's my question for you, Drew. How do you put a fart in a jar? It's a great question. I thought about this, actually, you know, <laughs> because not every fart is also stinky, right? right? Yeah. So if you get a, a fart that doesn't smell, do you not capture it? How did you know? Is it, a, is, is it a fart, but it's spelled like P or F-A-U-R-T? Fart. Maybe. A, f- a fake fart. Is it a fraud? Yeah, it's fraud, but a, a, a fraud. <laughs> but no, great. And then if you do have a stinky fart, could you oh. capture more than one in a jar? Like, could you capture two in a jar? Like two, you know, one fart, maybe three jars. Can you pour a little bit from one jar to the other jar? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Does she have to smell the jar? But th- that's my point. You don't want to take it. You know, as soon as you do it, I'm assuming you have to cover it immediately. So how and do you for the check best? it? Does right. you have like a little thing in there, like you know, like does it turn blue if it smells? <laughs> this is how do so you know? disgusting. 
I don't also, know who buys it. I'm assuming you have to do it, you know, no pants on, no underwear, because. And, and yeah. what if what so what if you did a little bit of like poop particles in that jar? I mean, it's just like a bonus. I don't know. I don't just, know. Does hey. it hurt your image? I don't. Doesn't this hurt? I have no idea. Um, I read a part of the interview, and I just want to read this question and answer out. Okay. The question is, why do you think so many men are willing to spend so much money on your fart jars if it's not about having a fart fetish? What's the appeal? Good question. Great question. Uh, Her answer was, (laughs) a lot of men like financial domination. They want to feel like they're being taken advantage of, even though I don't feel like I am, but they're like, oh, that's so much money, but okay, I'll spend it on you. Just bleed me dry. So I think a lot of that is the financial domination aspect for men. Think about that. That's fucked up. That you know that lowered her credibility a little bit in my book. Like oh, I don't think, like, she, but I think she's being truthful. But the truthful part is she knows that people are suckers because she's got some big tits that they want to throw money at her for anything. Right. She said that. She just said, but okay. She's you know. not saying they're suckers. She's saying they want to be financially dominated. <laughs> I I mean, look, if if there's a market for it, they have the choice. I mean, they're not being duped. How do you know she even farted in the jar? You don't even know if it's her. Exactly. It could be anybody. There's no way to verify it. Do you think that people who buy the jars get together and they smell each other's to see if they match? Well, I have an article here (laughs) about... Mizkiff, apparently he's some streamer. I don't know who he, this guy is. Twitch Twitch stream. Mizkiff. So he bought one of these $1,000 jars of Amaranth. And he says... Um, oh, now this oh, is Amaranth, because she's now selling them too. So Mizkiff, who's another Twitch streamer, bought one of the fart jars off of Amaranth. And he had a bunch of his friends over, and they were streaming of them. They were going to uh. open the jar. Oh my god! And he said he was nervous. He said he says I'm light scared. It's going to melt my eyebrows off. No. Um, after a few moments of suspense and unnecessarily dragged out countdown, he opened the jar and took a sniff. Not before immediately regretting his decision. <laughs> his quote: "What the fuck? She actually fucking farted in a jar, dude. There's literally fucking facial particles in here." He later went on for a second whiff. But noted the fart smell has dissipated from the jar. Wow! Like you actually only get one hit. I would you is is opening the jar like unsealing something like that you want it like a collector's edition like I want you the, open like the pop. You know, if they only open like a can of tomato sauce, I want that pop. <laughs> like I want to know this was like sealed. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna dry heave. Um. <laughs> This is so gross. Why I don't know why we're talking about it. I, I I I don't understand. Like you have you have no evidence. It comes from the person. I have no idea why you would want that. Uh, none of this makes any sense. But I think she's right. Like it's like such a novelty. It could be gag gifts from rich people, right? Like oh, I got you a fart jar for amaranth. You like that amaranth? Here's her fart. Yeah, but like, like John, I could just like get a jar and put a piece of little construction paper on it and send it to you and just say, hey, I put it on your counter, you know. But why? I don't know. So here's the problem. <laughs> I, I find two things wrong with this. One, if you buy this because you want to open it, 
that's fucked up. Like, no, there's <laughs> no, there's no way around it that it's just fucked up and you're a sick individual. Mm-hmm. The second option, there's only two options. That's option one. The second option is you want to buy this as like a novelty gift to like as a gift to like it's funny. Like, look at it, put it on yourself. But the problem with that is it's one thousand dollars. It's not like right, like fifty bucks. Like that's probably the most I would probably and like send it to someone as a joke. Right. You know, then you have a bunch of parties. All right, guys, let's open it. Like that's worth it. Whatever. Right. Maybe fifty bucks. It's funny. But right. like, a thousand dollar novelty gift. So I don't know who the market is. Is it for these people that are just sick minded? Because it's I, too expensive for novelty. It's just too much money. I think the market is like single male gamers with too much disposable income. And and she she actually ends her answer with this too. She goes, um, maybe she goes, maybe some even just want the girlfriend experience where they want that close, intimate feeling without the actual commitment to a relationship. Which is funny, I think, to call a fart jar the girlfriend experience, because I I don't know how gassy girlfriends tend to be. But um, you know, like you know, you're a single gamer. You're you're at home. You're alone. But you got this jar, and it's got Amaranth's picture on it. And you're just like her fart is in there. It's like a piece of her is here. And then what happens if your buddy runs over and opens it? Like no, <laughs> that's like being cheated on. Like you you smelt her fart, and I missed it. I yeah. mean, it's gross. I, I so many more questions. I just. It's too much money. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. If she wants to rip farts left and right, sell them for twenty five bucks a pop with five dollars shipping, like, and I get you, that pop. I want the pop when I open right. it. Yeah. So do I you think say, I would send you one? So we read that Amaranth is doing it now too for the same price, thousand dollars. Yes. Um, is it? Do you think it's because there is a market that wants it, but it's a very small market? And this is what I believe: it's a very tiny market. So they're gouging on the price um, because it's that because market. it's a tiny sense. market that will pay 5000 for it. So they basically are like, here is what this very tiny market will pay. If they sell for $50, they're probably still only selling 200 of them. Well, right? I, think, I think this is what we'll see. We'll see the $1,000 for like two months. Yeah. And then I think you'll see them for maybe 100 bucks. And I think she'll stop there. Because then you're going to hit the novelty market line. Right now, you're not hitting that novelty market. You're hitting, like you said, the creepos, the people that have you know indisposable money. But once you start making it affordable for people, I'm telling you, I think you introduce a whole new market. We're, like, we're literally like, doing business, Drew, over listen, fart charts. We're laughing, right? But this is a perfect example. Dad does a start show. We've talked about this woman forever. Like, if we were ever to live stream, how would we not both have one of these in our hands and say, all right, John, I'm going to open this to the town of three on a like, like that's, that's what you people you would do. If she was selling, if Amaranth was selling a fart jar for $50, I would have ordered one for you by now. Same here. You probably would have had two. <laughs> We'd both get in the same day and be like, ah, <laughs> wait, I put the wrong address on here. Uh, I mean, we gotta, we gotta give credit when credit is due. I mean, what she's calling these things, cutie, patooties mm-hmm. i mean gotta respect the patooties yeah i mean i mean i i i i don't even want to like like you said like there's gonna be feces in the jar yeah if there wasn't it wouldn't be a real fart so oh my god hey, there's feces particles right i mean that's what a oh, fart is it's gotta yeah. be 
This is so and like rough. I said, you have to do it with no. You have to be nude. You can't fart in it. With, you want to make sure that all get captured. Do you think like knowing like their butt cheeks were on the top of the jar? Is Are you like licking the side of it? Oh no, maybe. Listen, this my better question is: Do you think she just has like fifty empty jars scattered around her house, and she's like, "Oh my god, I feel a fart coming"? Like wherever she is, she has to find a jar and pull her pants down. Just like you can't just say like, "All right, tonight I'm going to go make fifty jars of farts," and it doesn't work that way. You can't just plan it. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got jars in the bathroom everywhere. Yeah. Like anytime... you have to know if you're going to fart or you're about to shit. Like how yeah, many, how many jars have been shit in that she had to throw away? Ah, you rinse them out. You know, you clean them up. You, you, you dump it. No, no. You, just, you dump it. Maybe you wipe it, and then you just you just leave it. Close it, it to... back up. Yeah. <laughs> we did a little smear on the oh like God. it's not it's it's not a fart. It's just the remnants of the shit that was in there. What could we sell from the male point of view that we could maybe like? Oh, this is you easy. Know. Like when next time you use your manscaper, mm. um, just put the trimmings in a jar. <laughs> But, you know, they have, like, those fart sprays and stuff that you can buy. Like, how do I know she's not spraying one of those into it? You don't. That's the problem. How do I know it's her fart? You don't. And then, it could and then be the, some and, guy, like a contractor. Correct. But then you think of it from that point of view, if you do buy it it's and awful. you're all, like, into this thing, right? And then you smell it, like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, now she may actually, like... I thought it was going to be this hot, attractive fart smell. It actually smells like shit. Like, I don't want right. to look at your face anymore. I'm unfollowing yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fire. I think it's, I think it's gross. Like, I, you know, like, it's just like, ew, like, she's doing this to jars? Like, I, I agree. I don't know how. And Amaranth is making tons of money. Like, why do you have to do this? Now, the she's what also the selling her hot tub water. That at least is like I understand that. I mean, I think it's also stupid. stupid. You understand? That's only a hundred bucks. I think we could afford those. Yeah, but it's a jar of water. It's not like a fart, for God's sakes. So even though it's still ridiculous, now see, but that's something you could, you know, you could easily make. That's why the fart is so much money because it's there's few of them. There's fewer farts. You could go make a hundred jars of water. But, well, I mean, but I would say it's authentic because she's got the water, so there's no need to fake it. The water's already in the hot tub. She finishes up a broadcast and she has to fill out eight orders. She just takes jars and goes, goop, 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 goop. I mean, she doesn't have to just put... Now, you know, what if she farted when she was in the hot tub? I mean, there's probably feces. She doesn't... She's not usually in the tub, though, when we see her. I know, it's up to her, like her shins. Yeah, we usually, I usually I see her and she's like playing Just Dance or whatever. She's pole dancing right now. I just put her on. I should. <laughs> I should totally send you the water. But it, like the water is. What do you do with that? You put it on your shelf. I mean that you can't even like open. Like there's nothing to do with that. You That's can open. Oh, you can definitely open. You do what? Smell the water. And then just close it back up. Yeah. I mean, you it's stupid. It- I'm just saying is. It's not a disgusting fart. It's just water. It will smell like water. But now you it can say. Isn't- oh, it's not like clear water. It's like, you know, it probably has like, it's probably that's foggy. I'm assuming hot I'm probably water. a little foggy. You would think she would also put on there like which show or like what video it was Missed from. opportunity. If not. Right. Like you go, Oh, this is when she was playing that one game. I was watching that broadcast. Yeah. Maybe and... put a picture of what she was wearing that day. Yeah, exactly. Hot. Now I look, I don't even know where to find these things. 
I think you just go to the merch. Where? where? She have a website? I don't know. I mean, if you go to the Twitch, I'm sure you can link there. I'm looking. I I tried. I don't find it. I'll type you my address while you do that. All right. Do that. I'll send it over. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, This is on you. But um, yeah, interesting discussion. Um, While Drew's doing that, I'm going to talk about what's coming up in the next couple weeks. Uh, we've got Nobody Saves the World coming out April 14th. Uh, this, is, this is a game a lot of people in our community have been playing. looks really cool. It's coming to Switch for the first time, and it'll be out a few days after you hear this. Uh, we also got Mario Golf. We went the whole episode without talking about this, Drew. I know. Mario Golf 64 is going to be on the NSO expansion pack. Mm-hmm. That launches. That's April 15th, or is that an estimate? That's in five days. Okay, so that's coming out April fifteenth. Do we? Do we? Do the people? The people need to speak up. Do they want a golf lead? And I need to do a golf lead so that it, it has a little bit more um, chance for everybody to win. I got. I got to be more creative. You need handicaps. Handicaps is what we need. I know it's a golf term. I didn't know if you guys understood <laughs> that. You know, I was trying to. But I, I think a golf lead. I think if we do one, it'll be much shorter. Maybe four weeks. I think the last week was last time was eight weeks. Yeah, that was a pretty long one. Um, Maybe a four weeks with playoff type. Not thing as many people need. have the expansion pack too, so that'll affect it. Um, yeah. But I don't Maybe know. I mean, people have... had to buy a $60 golf game, so. Um, if we do it, it's mayhem or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And then on April 20th, 420, <laughs> Star ah. Wars The Force Unleashed. That is basically the Wii port um, is coming to uh, just digital, coming to eShop. Huh. So um, that's what's coming up. We've got uh, the next the next time we do this, we're going to have a particularly exciting game. But um, uh, these are pretty decent for this two weeks. Yeah, I agree. Sweet. Did you, did you find out where you can buy the jars? No, I can't find it. Oh. If someone has it, post us the link. I, 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 I'm not a Twitch user. I don't really know. I'm left I'm with doing. blue balls on that one. I was I was hoping for an answer. I know. Should we should we use our you... our dads after dark funds to maybe sign up for our OnlyFans? <laughs> I feel like we should. How much does it cost? I mean, it's like a dollar a month. I mean, I feel like we owe it to our fans to describe what's on their OnlyFans, and maybe we could share a lot in with them. So like I think here. it's more expensive than just like signing up to a service. But how much do we have to pay to get Amaranth to write "Dads After Dark" show on her arm? And then we can get a screenshot and make that like our cover photo everywhere. I feel like we've got to start looking into this a little bit. We need like a, we need a marketing guy. Okay. I'm, I'm, I better look into this. I'm going to see what we can get out of her with some of our funds that we have. <laughs> Put that money to good use. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're asking people to get 1100 <laughs> bricks. For ten dollars. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're spending the rest of the money. I mean, I want to know. You think she's is OnlyFans? She's given us like full. Oh my god, we got to do it. We could subscribe for six dollars, and it gives us thirty days. We'll just use our email. Let's do this. Fuck it. I'll sign us up. Research. We can do All a right, segment I'll... on every episode for thirty days. For yeah, so you get like a couple couple episodes of it but it'll be worth it i mean what do we get I, that's what i need to know i want <laughs> full nude videos that's what i want 
I'll look into it for us. All I'm right. on it. Let us know, everybody, if this is the content that you want. Um, you can come ask us questions in the Ask Drew and John channel on the Discord. Let us know what you want to get from Amaranth. Do we do a contest for a jar of hot tub water? Um, let us know. Maybe we can we can do like a fundraiser for like oh, Ukraine. If someone <laughs> buys <laughs> if, that, that should be a dense bounty. Someone buys one and drinks the hot tub water. <laughs> For five dollars, <laughs> you actually lose money on it, <laughs> but you'll be my hero. Oh um, my god! All right, I think that's a show. I think that's it. I, I'm 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 really diving deep into this OnlyFans stuff. Research only. <laughs> I'm gonna have to explain to the wife on that one. Why is only? Did you join OnlyFans? <laughs> Research. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Take us home, John. I already closed out the dot. Don't forget to leave us a review on Podchaser, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get our podcast. Drew, sign up for OnlyFans and say goodnight to everybody. Good night. Good night. The Dads After Dark <laughs> Show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, CastBox, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Pretty please? Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in our Dads After Dark channels for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at ndadsafterdark or email us at dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com. And a big thank you to Family Jewels for our show's music. You rock. That's all for tonight. Good night, Dads. Sweet dreams.